This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coronavirus clampdown. We will be suspending all travel from Europe. NBA suspends season. This is people's lives at stake. This isn't about basketball. Virus hits Tom Hanks. He and his wife, Rita Wilson, have both tested positive. This is the CBS World News Roundup, presented by Capital One. Good morning, I'm Steve Kaith, and there's new action on the coronavirus pandemic, limiting travel and contact as the U.S. caseload increases. There are now more than 1,300 in the U.S. and 39 deaths. Last night, President Trump, in an Oval Office speech, tried to calm fears while unveiling a new policy. In keeping with a similar action he took in late January banning travel from China, the president announced the drastic step. We will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. Mr. Trump said the ban, which does not apply to the U.K., takes effect Friday at midnight. He says Americans who undergo screenings will be permitted to return home. Out of an abundance of caution, the president is canceling his own travel, scrapping a planned three-day swing through Colorado and Nevada this week. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. The State Department says all Americans should reconsider travel abroad to any nation. Transportation correspondent Chris Van Cleve at Reagan National Airport outside Washington with more on what's in store for travelers. For American travelers, here's what you need to know. Americans will still be allowed to travel to and from Europe. They will be allowed to come into the country, but they will be subject to health screenings, likely and be funneled to the 11 airports currently doing those screenings for other coronavirus hotspots. Basically, the president's order is very similar to the one that was put into effect for travelers from China. So here, anyone who is a resident of the countries in Europe that is not a U.S. citizen will not be allowed to come into the U.S. for the next 30 days at least. The European Union has criticized President Trump's travel ban. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer in London with more on the situation overseas. Italy, where streets and shops are eerily quiet, has the highest number of cases in Europe, more than 12,000, with 827 deaths, the vast majority elderly people. The government has closed shops, bars, and restaurants and imposed travel restrictions. But there are signs of hope. This morning, China reported a record low, just 15 new cases. 
These nurses are celebrating the closing of one of Wuhan's makeshift hospitals after the last coronavirus patient was discharged. Coronavirus fears continue to fuel an epic sell-off in the financial markets. Futures markets pointing to another 1,000-point drop in the Dow today after yesterday's 1,400-point plunge. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says we're now in bear market territory. That means it's down by more than 20% from its 52-week high. What's amazing about this is just how long the Dow has been in a bull market. It's gone for 11 years without a 20% or more drop. CBS's Jennifer Brown in Washington this morning has the latest on congressional action. The House hopes to vote today on a multi-billion dollar aid package. The plan is for free COVID-19 testing, paid sick leave, and unemployment insurance. Getting the money to tackle the crisis is seen as critical. There's already a testing backlog, and it's really slowed efforts to understand just how many Americans have the virus. The problem is the aid could become a partisan issue, with some Republicans not wanting to pass House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's package as a whole. Then there's the Senate vote. Time's running out. A congressional recess is scheduled for next week. Senators are saying they could pass parts in the meantime now that we're in a pandemic. Well, the sports world has been thrown for a loss by the coronavirus. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. No more NBA games for the foreseeable future. This after Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz tested positive. The Jazz was about to play a game when the test results came back. Then this announcement to the fans. The game tonight has been postponed. You are all safe. And take your time in leaving the arena tonight. The NBA then made its announcement. One of the first games affected will be here in Los Angeles. The L.A. Laker game tonight against the Houston Rockets. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban agrees with the move. This is people's lives at stake. This isn't about basketball. This isn't about the Mavericks. This isn't about when do we start or do we start or how do we start. This is, this is a pandemic, a global pandemic, where people's lives are at stake. As far as college basketball, the NCAA says it plans to go on with its postseason tournament, but it will be played without any fans. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Los Angeles. Hollywood fame is no shield from the coronavirus, as we hear from CBS's Matt Piper. Tom Hanks tweets that he and his wife Rita Wilson have both tested positive while working on a movie in Australia. The Oscar winner and his wife, who are both 63, are in isolation in a hospital on the Gold Coast in eastern Australia. His post says, we felt a bit tired like we had colds and some body aches. To play things right, as is needed in the world right now, we were tested for the coronavirus and were found to be positive. He added a photo of a surgical glove placed inside a biohazard trash bag. Hanks is also living with type 2 diabetes, which is considered an extra risk factor for those infected with the coronavirus. Well, two virus victims were identified at the CBS Broadcast Center in New York. As a precaution, many of our colleagues are working from home, and this broadcast is originating this morning from our bureau in Washington, D.C. The coronavirus has quieted the presidential campaign. Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden scrapped rallies this week, and this weekend's debate in Phoenix will take place without a live audience. Washington state's primary still hasn't been called. Biden has taken a small lead in the vote count over Sanders. Overseas, there's been a deadly strike at a military base in Iraq. CBS's Cammie McCormick is at the Pentagon. A U.S. defense official tells CBS News two American service members were killed along with a British national 
30 rockets were fired at Camp Taji from a mobile truck launcher. 18 hit inside the camp. The rockets were similar to those used in previous attacks by Shiite militias. It appears Harvey Weinstein spent the night in a New York City hospital. He complained of chest pains after he was sentenced to 23 years in prison for his sex crimes conviction yesterday. Weinstein's attorney insists he did not get a fair shake. They plan to appeal. He faces another criminal case in California. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety is calling on automakers to make sure their systems that help with the driving don't also give a false sense of security. Systems that can brake for you, keep you in your lane, even steer for you, also need to watch you to make sure you're engaged, says Institute President David Harkey. It's very easy for your mind to wander to other things and to to do secondary tasks such as texting. Harkey says the systems also need ways to better alert drivers if they're not engaged and even safely stop the vehicle if drivers don't respond. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. New York City's decision to postpone next week's St. Patrick's Day parade because of the coronavirus is the first time it won't step off in 258 years. Parades have also been called off in Boston, Pittsburgh, and Chicago, and other U.S. cities, Dublin, Ireland, too. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.